Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Thursday, November 9th, 2023. A suspect in the murder of a Yucca Valley man has been identified as a person already in Riverside County Sheriff's custody. Yesterday, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department announced the results of their investigation into the death of Richard Dion, a 64-year-old resident of Yucca Valley. On August 13th, Sheriff's deputies responded to a report of a deceased male at a residence in the 2900 block of Warren Vista Drive in Yucca Valley. The coroner's office also responded and determined an autopsy would be necessary to definitively establish Dion's cause and manner of death. Dion's family told Z1077 that he had been dead for several days before police arrived. The Sheriff's Specialized Investigation Division determined that Dion's death was a homicide, and the Sheriff's homicide detail identified the suspect as Joseph Grayshock, a 49-year-old resident of Thousand Oaks. Yesterday, the San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office filed murder charges on Grayshock. Grayshock is currently in custody in Riverside County and will be transported to San Bernardino County once his case there is complete. Grayshock was arrested for suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon and making terrorist threats at a Walmart in Beaumont on August 10th, three days before Dion was found dead by police, but after Dion was murdered. An earlier version of this story incorrectly indicated that Dion died on August 13th and said that Grayshock was arrested in Beaumont prior to the time of the murder. Yucca Valley's Livability Survey is the town's effort to guide and direct the future of the town through an updated strategic plan and the town's next two-year budget cycle. The Livability Survey, administered by True North Research, provides reliable information about what matters most to Yucca Valley residents. With statistics from 453 interviews, the town council is now engaged in in-depth discussions on what is most important to residents for the future of Yucca Valley. Reporter Hillary Sloan will present some key points from the survey findings. The Comprehensive Livability Survey provided valuable in-depth information on residents' concerns and desires for the future of Yucca Valley. At least 85% of respondents expressed their appreciation for the accessibility, professionalism, and helpfulness of town employees. The survey identified several top-performing services, including fire protection, emergency services, special community events, parks and recreation facilities, and police services. The survey revealed that 67.3% of respondents reported being satisfied with the town's efforts to provide municipal services and indicated residents were increasingly satisfied with how the town operates. It's important to note that this survey took place against the backdrop of COVID-19 pandemic, which had significant economic and social impacts. Approximately 15 percent of respondents were unsure or unable to specify aspects they'd like to keep except for environmental conservation, maintaining the small town atmosphere, supporting small businesses, recreational facilities, and community activities. Maintenance of dirt roads was a significant issue. The town council is exploring those findings to develop the new strategic plan and the next two-year budget. For more information, see this story at Z1077FM.com. For Z1077, Seven. This is reporter Hillary Sloan. 
The Copper Mountain Community College Board of Trustees meets in regular session this afternoon to consider human resources issues, a facility lease agreement, and hear comments from members of the public. The board meets at 3 p.m. today at the Bell Center Community Room, located at 6162 Rotary Way in Joshua Tree. In observance of Veterans Day, Morongo Unified School District schools will be closed tomorrow. San Bernardino County Courts and local senior centers will also be closed tomorrow. The United States Postal Service offices will be closed on Saturday in observance of Veterans Day. A storytelling and writing workshop is kicking off in 29 Palms this weekend. Beginning Sunday and with a second session on December 3rd, Workshop 29's Tell Your Story is open to everybody with a special focus on black, indigenous, persons of color, and LGBTQIA communities in 29 Palms. Led by Douglas Blanc and T. Hamidi, they will use individual and group prompts, embodiment exercises, collaboration, and reflective editing to help install writing abilities and expand boundaries for participants. Work will be featured in a chapbook as part of the Workshop 29 celebration event in the spring. Space is still open for this free workshop to be held at Freedom Plaza. You can register for the event at a link in this story at Z1077FM.com. Joshua Tree National Park will begin a fire management and fuel reduction program on Monday. According to a press release by the National Park Service, park staff will be working to reduce the amount of potential fuel in areas to give extra protection to Joshua Trees if a wildfire were to spark in the park. With more info on the dates and areas of the work, here's online news editor Robert Hayden. The entirety of Keys View Road and Covington Flats Road in Joshua Tree National Park will be affected as crews remove non-native grasses and shrubs that can fuel a fire's intensity and flame height. In years past, when invasive weeds and other non-native plants weren't as common in the desert, wildfires would travel slower and lower to the ground, doing less permanent damage to slow-growing species like the western Joshua Tree, California juniper, and pinyon pine. That's because the desert has been self-regulating with its own form of fire prevention, spacing its native flora out so wildfires just aren't as effective as spreading. The National Park Service says that before 1965, lightning strike fires would burn less than a quarter acre before being extinguished or extinguishing themselves. Since 65, these fires have grown in size and intensity. They cite the 1979 Quail Mountain Fire that burned 6,000 acres or the more recent Juniper Complex Fire that scorched nearly 14,000 acres in 1999. Non-native species were blamed for the quick spread of the Elk Fire in Yucca Valley in May of last year, and the areas that were scorched from fires over 20 years ago are still seeing long-term negative impacts. The fuel management crews start on November 13th and will work on the Covington Flats area through mid-December and Keys View Road through early February of next year. Reporting from Joshua Tree, California for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden. The Yucca Valley Chamber of Commerce is holding a mixer this evening for business owners, community leaders, and members of the public. Get ready to mix and mingle with refreshments and a grand prize raffle. The Chamber's Mixer will be held at Edward Jones Investments, located at 57370 29 Palms Highway, Suite 101, starting at 5 p.m. The Town of Yucca Valley's Youth Basketball Registration is currently open and accepting applications. The Wee Hoops program is for kids in grades K-2, through and they will learn the fundamentals of basketball through play, drills, and scrimmage-style games. League play is available for kids grades 3 through 8. This will focus on fundamental skill development and they'll participate in competitive league play. Registration will be open until November 27th. Space is limited, so register early. You can find more information and register your athletes at yaka-valley.org or in person at the Yaka Valley Community Center. And finally... 
the all-volunteer board of directors of the nonprofit community theater organization, Theater 29, will be reorganizing early next month, and they're looking for those interested in serving. Arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas tells you how you can get involved with this dynamic team. Theater 29 will be holding their annual Board of Directors Elections and Reorganization meeting on December 12th at 6 p.m. at the theater facility, 73637 Sullivan Road, 29 Palms, and are accepting submissions for those interested in becoming a board member. Board members are expected to attend monthly board meetings, participate in theater activities and events, and take responsibility for a particular area of theater operations. All Theater 29 participants, including board members, are unpaid. Anyone who is interested in serving a two-year term, from January 1st to 2024 to December 31st, 2025, on the nonprofit All Volunteer Theater 29 Board of Directors, is invited to submit a letter of intent to Gary Danielle, President, Theater 29 Board of Directors, 6448 Holly Road, Suite 5, Joshua Tree, California, 92252, or by emailing at z1077fm at the deadline to receive letters of intent is 5 p.m. Friday, December 8th. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmatz.